Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find, catch me a catch. To live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Prospects After Dark. I am your host. I am Kyle Reese. It is uh, 8.34 on August 9th. We are here on a Thursday night. Uh, Cardinals are off. Everyone who's been here before, they know how this works, obviously. They've been here before, but... Uh, Basically, what we do is we talk Cardinals prospects. We talk about the Cardinals. Uh, we do some nonsense. We talk some trash. We drink some bourbon. Uh, I don't have my bourbon out, but tonight I'm drinking just si simple, cheap Four Roses. Uh, so, there. Mm. Somebody says they love the shirt. It's Los Polos Hermanos. By the way, hold on. Hold on one second. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Hi. Hi, there you are. Sorry, we're getting started early. Uh, I'm going to scoot this thing back a little bit. we got a whole little bit of adjusting to do. All right, so uh, let's see. We've got plenty of questions to go to. Uh, tonight, this is what we're going to do. Tonight, we're going to talk about some prospect matchmaker. Uh, last week, we put out a call to everyone, and we said, hey, if you want Kyle to match you up with a prospect, uh, Kyle is going to match you up with a prospect. Uh, I, I scoured 28 different Twitter accounts to match you up uh, the people who asked for it to match you up with a prospect that I thought suited you well. Uh, so we're going to get into that here in a little bit. Uh, wrong four drink, do four loco. So for those of you who don't know, a couple months back we did a four loco episode. It was a disaster. Uh, it was actually great, but four loco is the worst thing that's ever happened to the human race. Uh, was it Gorman's debut last night from Chi Town Cardinal? Yeah, he had a hell of a little debut. Uh, his first at bat. He only has like 24 bats against the lefties, so it's tough to go to Peoria against an advanced pitcher that's a left-handed and hold your own. He had a walk, a nine-pitch walk. That was good. Uh, he looked terrible in his first at-bat. He fouled off the first pitch, which was good, but he looked bad taking a swing at the second pitch. Uh, was froze on a pitch inside that when you see it from the reverse angle, it looked like it was right down the middle. Uh, but it's going to be really interesting to see what Nolan Gorman looks like in Peoria. Uh, because you got the wrong loco flavor. It might be. Look, I don't know anything about four loco. I just know that there's a lot of flavors. Any word on Dakota Hudson's workload so far out of the pen? Uh, it seems like Dakota Hudson is taking very, very well to the workload that the Cardinals are throwing on him. It seems like he's prepared to go out there. Uh, he seems ready to be a bullpen arm. And, you know, he's got about 100, what, 120 in, or 110 innings, a little over 110 innings on the season, like 120 probably. Uh, he's in good shape. This is right where he needs to be. Maybe he gets a spot start here and there down the, down the stretch, but Dakota Hudson and Daniel Ponce de Leon out of the bullpen is perfect right now. Is a John Torres doing well in the GCL? Yeah, so one of the prospects that the Cardinals traded uh, Oscar Mercado to the Indians for, John Torres, or Jan Torres. Uh, he's a 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid. He's all toolsy. He's been great in the GCL. Uh, starter next season for Hudson, though. I would think that Dakota Hudson is is pan-picked, yes, to be a starter next season uh, if an opportunity presents itself. You know, we say that, but I would have thought the same thing about Jordan Hicks, and Jordan Hicks has carved out a beautiful little spot for himself in the bullpen. So there's no telling. Ideally, yes, me personally, I would like for Dakota Hudson to be uh, uh, a starter long-term, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Matheny Sucks says, hey, friend, Hello. How is Nick Plummer doing? It's been rough for Nick Plummer. 
Flaherty's slider or Hicks's sinker. I love that Jordan Hicks power sinker. I love that uh, Jack Flaherty power slider. Uh, I love the slider movement, so I'll go slider. Okay, so what's our rotation next year? Uh, let's see, uh, Sick Nasty. You know, that's a tough one. We tried doing this last week. Uh, you know, I personally would like for the Cardinals to go after Patrick Corbin. I don't know if that'll happen. Uh, if we're talking about the arms that are available now, you would think Alex Reyes would be involved. Uh, Michaelis, Carlos Martinez, uh, Michael Waka. I mean, if we're going to talk about the people that are there, you know, Jack Flaherty, maybe Luke Weaver. It's easy to talk about the people that are there, but we're talking about an entire offseason between now and next year. I have no idea what the roster is going to look like. I would think that they're going to have more turnover again this offseason. We'll see. You know, if you're asking me to pick out of the names that are available now, I can give you that. But I forgot to sign up for Prospect Matchmaker. I'm sad now. Sorry, GM Gersh. We're a little past that point, man. Maybe uh, maybe we do another one. Do you know anything about Wood Myers? He impressed me the most last night. So Wood Myers is a second baseman shortstop uh, out of Coastal Carolina. I believe he was like a, a mid-20s round draft pick, like 22nd or 24th or something like that. Uh, he's a really, really sound fundamental baseball player. And he doesn't have much of a ceiling. He's a little old for the Midwest League. Uh, he's he's an interesting guy uh, from a, from like an organizational depth standpoint. Uh, blah blah. Uh, Kyle, we matched on Tinder. Does that count? Uh, look, I match with everyone on Tinder. Uh, I, I I'm not on Tinder. I'm not on uh, uh, any of the other stuff. I don't do any of the dating apps. I apologize for that. Uh, but if I was, we would have matched, and it would have been just the nastiest night of uh, lovemaking you ever would have had. Uh, let's see. Carry on cards is getting a teary face from Braden Brown. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what we have. Um, when Greg Garcia gonna get that prime DFA, it's never gonna happen. I miss Papo Boulevard. Oh, that's a name from the past. Uh, Kyle's a grinder guy from Scott Moore. Look, I'll, I'll do a little grinding. Uh, let's see. I'm down with Patrick Corbin. Uh, let's see. I, I like Patrick Corbin a lot. I think that he has, like... Look, Patrick Corbin was really good, and then he got hurt, and now he's good again. And it says to me that he's probably turned the corner, and the Patrick Corbin that we're seeing now is the Patrick Corbin that we're going to see for a, a, quite some time. I uh, I like Patrick Corbin. Now will the Cardinals fork over the money for a pitcher? We'll see, especially with the pitching depth that they have, you know. Especially with Dakota Hudson and Jordan Hicks kind of poking their head out and saying, hey, look, we can do it. With Austin Gomber saying, hey, look, we can do it. And as much as everyone hates John Gant, with John Gant saying, hey, look, I can do it about 60% of the time. Uh, you know, I, I think that that's probably what we're looking at. Uh, let's see. Saw Springfield. Oh, uh, what is Edmundo Sosa's best position? Uh, for me, utility. And I know that that's a cop-out. Uh, but, you know, I think he's probably most comfortable at shortstop. I think he's an okay second baseman and an okay third baseman. But I think Edmundo Sosa's prime value is being able to play all three of those positions. Uh, Carry on card says I'm confused about Munoz. Tell me what you see. Uh, so I, you know, I like Gyro Munoz. Uh, I've been almost from the get go. I've said he's some combination of Aledmi's Diaz because he's kind of like out there in the field, and Johnny Peralta uh, because of his body type and the way he hits. I don't think he has consistent like 20 home run power. I don't think that's a thing. I think next year we're going to be talking about a pretty drastic sophomore slump out of him. Uh, but I think the confusion about Gyro Munoz is that he's really talented, and he's playing really well, and he's athletic for his size, and he's producing. But there's reason to believe when you watch him that that production would probably taper off. So it's fun to see how good he is now, but there's just no telling what it's going uh, to happen. The Fisherman says, I like the Nightwing, Kyle. Yeah, this is my favorite comic book character. I love Dick Grayson, uh, Nightwing. Used to be Robin, now he's Nightwing. Used to be Agent 37 for a little bit. 
Uh, but I love Nightwing. He's my favorite comic book character. Who's a guy, one's last name ends with Ski and plays for Springfield? There's a hundred of them. Uh, there's Kuczynski. There's uh, Nowiski. Uh, Nagowski, rather, not Nowiski. Dirk Nowitzki is a power forward for the Dallas Mavericks. Do you believe Bleacher Report that the Cardinals will get Andrew Miller? I don't believe anything that Bleacher Report says. I, John Heyman misspelled Mike Schilt's name nonstop today, so it's fun, but, I mean, we'll see. Next in-house Cardinals ace. Well, I don't know if there's one on the, in the system right now. I'm a big fan. Okay, so if I'm, if I'm excluding Jack Flaherty from it, because I think Jack Flaherty is the only pitcher in the organization with that capability. I think Steve Gendry has the... Uh, Gendry, rather, has a chance to be a really, really solid starter. I believe that Griffin Roberts has a chance to be a top-of-the-rotation starter. Uh, but if we're talking about ace, and again, you guys know me, I'm not the world's biggest fan of that term because I think the term is bullshit and ambiguous, and it's purposely ambiguous, and it's meant more so that we can talk about what an ace is around a water cooler. Uh, but if you're talking about like the next top-of-the-rotation or, or top arm for a long time, it's Jack Flaherty, and it's, that's without a doubt. Uh, you know, Dakota Hudson's a really good pitcher. I believe Jordan Hicks would have been clear. I think Ryan Helsley's a really good pitcher. But if you're talking about like an elite status pitcher, in my opinion, the only person in the organization that has that capability is Jack Flaherty. Uh, the starting infield next year, again, you know, if we have an entire... Hey, Mr. Hicks is here. Hey, we love Mr. Hicks. Uh, if we have an entire infield that's exactly like it was this year, then it's going to be Gyro at third, hopefully, with DeYoung and Colton and Matt Carpenter. But we'll see because there's going to be a lot of change, a lot of turnover in between this year and next year. I don't know what it's going to look like, but if, I'm, if I have to pick with the guys that are here now, it's going to be that. Uh, let's see. For Mr. Hicks, you're the best. Uh, happy to see you. Oh, uh, real fast. Uh, to Mr. Hicks, you know, the godfather of Prospects After Dark, we raise our glass. To the queen of Prospects After Dark, Jennifer Hicks. And to the godson, uh, Jordan Hicks, we raise our glass to the Hicks family. Uh, oh, somebody said that they're glad to see Ryan Helsley throwing again. Yes, earlier in the week, Ryan Helsley made a rehab start at the Gulf Coast League, and that is so important. Uh, the one thing that's uh, because he's been hurt for two months or for two months now, we forget just how dynamic he can be. And uh, I'll tell you what, that's going to be a hell of an arm to potentially add down the stretch if he's healthy. Uh, let's see. TJ Hartline says the King of Fire is here. Yeah, Mr. Hicks, the Hicks family is the King of Fire. Um, keep the questions coming. So here in a little bit, we're going to do Prospect Matchmaker. I was shooting for 9 o'clock. Uh, we might get rolling a little early. We'll see. Will we win the World Series in four or five games this year? Uh, it'll be three. Alex Reyes will be an elite top of the rotation ace. John Greco could very well be. He's a, he's a monster. Uh, what's Carson Kelly been up to? So Carson Kelly went through about a three-week period where he really, really struggled. He had a really good, like, statistic July. But at the end of July, he struggled, and in the beginning of August, he kind of got off to, like, a little bit of a tough start. And now he's back to hitting well. Uh, so, you know, like I said, Kyle, I, I'm not sharing Tommy Edmond. You're not. So, okay, so real fast, let's, let, me, let me explain what we did with Pe Prospect Matchmaker. At the beginning of the year with Prospect Matchmaker, I, we, we opened the door and we said, who wants a prospect to them? And I think we had like 10 or 13, and I assigned a prospect to them. None of them will be sharing their prospects. Uh, the 28 people that have asked for prospects, they're getting their own prospects. Uh, there's only going to be overlap in one situation. And it's for a very, very reasonable situation, too. I didn't want to do it, but uh, it's, it's perfect. It's right. So we're going to get to that here in a little bit. Uh, Malcolm Nunez is a freak. Let's talk about it. He's a monster. Yeah, he's a monster, and he's tearing up the Dominican Summer League. And if his visa issue is straight, which I have no idea if it is, uh, I would like to hope that he is 
stateside uh, by the end of the year, but it probably won't be. It probably won't be. Last night I was slumping in the show 18. I chugged two cups of salsa. It was ridiculous. Ah, uh, balls. I forgot to get in on this. Oh, sorry, Adam. Again, maybe we'll do it again. Uh, throw Gorman's projected timetable out of the window. LOL. I'm not ready to throw Nolan, Nolan Gorman's projected timetable out the window. I still say 2019 Peoria, 2020 Springfield, 2021 Memphis St. Louis, 2022 as the latest. I'm, I'm sticking to that. You know, Jordan Hicks, he made it quick, right? Jordan Hicks made it to the major league super quick. And the reason he did that is he had a tool that was incredible. Uh, he had a fastball that was going to play at the major league level. Nolan Gorman might have power that's going to play at the major league level, but we're going to find out just how good it is in the near future uh, because that power, it might struggle in the Midwest League because of how young he is. Uh, we'll see, you know. He struggled against the lefty last night. He, he hasn't faced many lefties in the professional setting, and it's a really tough assignment. Uh, so, okay, could or has Kisner surpassed Kelly as a future catcher in management opinion, or is he a possible 1B? I don't know where the Kelly-Kisner situation sits. What I think is that Andrew Kisner has a clearer path to the majors if the option arises with being able to move to first base. I think, again, if we're talking about who's eventually going to surpass or uh, usurp uh, uh, Yadier Molina as a catcher long term, I think you have to look at Ivan Herrera or Dennis Ortega. I think those are the names you have to look at. There's still two years before we're at that point, and Carson Kelly is still in the, the organization and he's still going to get the first call, and he's still on the 40-man. And they are, the Cardinals are not up against the decision with Andrew Kisner for a couple years. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Oh, uh, we got two more years of Molina. Exactly. Uh, Kelly can't hit off-speed. So Carson Kelly can make contact with off-speed. He just doesn't do much with it. A front, a front office was super high on Kelly not all that long ago. Doubt that's changed. I completely agree. Uh, Carlos Soto is a catching prospect at Johnson City. We're going to be assigning him to someone very soon. Uh, Montero ETA, well, uh, Alaris Montero, uh, again, uh, real quick shout out to Nathan Beliva, who's the play-by-play -play man for the Peoria Chiefs. Uh, he gave us the, the it's, it's Alaris Montero, Alaris Montero. Uh, my thought is that he's two years away. You're talking about 2020, uh, you're talking about maybe at the end of next year, maybe at the beginning of 2020. I forgot that I sign up, holy shit, you did not. Damn it, I wanted a prospect match to me from Seth Moeller. Sorry, Seth. Uh, here's what we'll say. Again, I'm not going to overlap, and we're up to like 40 prospects now that have been assigned to people. So we're going to have to wait and see where it all goes. When does Felix Jose make the Cardinals Hall of Fame? Uh, never. Fussy Panda is a great name. Uh, thoughts on Tyson Ross? I love the Tyson Ross bringing in. I'm not even going to call it a signing or a trade or anything like that. Obviously, it's not a trade, but it, there's Tyson Ross is another option in the bullpen. It's just another way to see if the bullpen can get stronger. The Cardinals need to take every flyer that they can to make the bullpen as strong as possible. Uh, Yariel Gonzalez tearing it up in Peoria. Now, Yariel is not a person that I've assigned yet. Uh, I thought about it. Julio Rodriguez I thought about. There were a couple guys that I thought about, but I did not assign. On the off chance that we were going to reach this point again in Prospects After Dark, where we uh, we maybe do another prospect matchmaker. How is Bryce Denton doing? Well, last... Oh, God. Oh, God. The top of my pen came off. Oh, my God. Uh... Last week, Bryce Denton came off the DL, and honestly, I haven't had time to check to see how he's doing. Uh, my guess is he's probably doing pretty well. Gorman, Montero, Torres, suddenly we have position player prospects to get excited about. Okay, so what I'll say about that, again, I love Torres. I love Malcolm Nunez. Uh, but think of, they're 18, 17 years old. Think about Nolan Gorman. Again, prospect players, yes, to get excited about, but let's not overhype them, and let's not put unjust uh, expectations on them. 
Bud Norris next year closer or is Hicks or a free agent? I hope Bud Norris walks. What's your thoughts on the future of Fowler? <laughs> My thought is hopefully Dexter Fowler is, is healthy and ready to contribute next year. Would you go into polygamous relationship with Alex Mejia and LeBron? Yeah, fuck yeah, sure, why not? Los Polos Hermanos. Uh, best concession item at Dozier Park. Well, you know, the thing about all those, like, minor league stadiums, and Dozier Park in particular, is that they have really affordable everything, you know? Uh, uh, nachos everywhere are good. I, I'm really simple. I'm just looking for beer. Uh, did I sign up for the matchmaker? Yes, Fish. We got you a prospect. I'm intrigued by Jacob Patterson. What say you from Braden Brown? You know, Jacob Patterson is a, a quirky little left-handed reliever. More than likely, he's a loogie, but he's doing well getting righties out right now. Well, one of the things that make Jacob Patterson really, really effective so far out of the bullpen is he starts with his back almost completely turned to the hitter and then unloads to home plate. And uh, it creates deception, and that's a step in the right direction. But again, uh, we don't get too excited about a loogie in the minor leagues. Andy Young did not really says so. Andy Young was assigned to Patrick B, but Andy Young is the one prospect that will be assigned to someone in addition. No nickname for Tyler O'Neill on Players Weekend. Huge disappointment. I yeah, Sex O'Neill. Okay, so real fast, uh, I'm just gonna lay this. Uh, somebody said thoughts on Ankiel closing next year. I don't have any thoughts on Rick Ankiel closing next year. Uh, what I do have is thoughts on Rick Ankiel being a part of the Cardinals organization next year, and I love that. I'm excited about it. I hope he's healthy. I hope he's happy. And I hope he finds his way into the Cardinals bullpen on merit uh, and not necessarily on silver platter. Uh, and I think he's capable of doing it, and I want to see it more than any other thing in the world. Any other thing in the world. A uh, nickname for Bader is Hey Bay. What was his? Like, totes or something like that? Uh, yeah, so real fast, let's get in. <laughs> this is. Let's get into why we started calling... Uh, no, that's that's a Kyle After Dark thing. Never mind. Uh, somebody says, I'm guessing Delvin Perez is dead. No, Del so Delvin was playing really, really well, and he's still playing good defense. But over the last couple weeks, his offensive production has declined. Uh, he's still taking an okay amount of walks. It's just, it's not quite there yet. Like, he showed signs that he was going to bust out of it and reach that next level, and then he mellowed out. And then probably, as we get into the last couple weeks of the season here, the minor league season, he'll surge again. That's my guess. Uh, did they send O'Reilly back to Palm Beach? I do not know. Uh, so, not to, not to like, this is a spoiler alert to a degree. We started calling Tyler O'Neill Prince Sex O'Neill. And I'll tell you about why later. Uh, tell me about Evan Kruczynski from Scott D. Walker. Uh, I am a big fan of the big lefty out of East Carolina. He is about 6'4", 6'5". He has like... Mark Mulder's physique. He's quicker to the plate than Mulder, uh, but he throws a changeup, a curveball, and a fastball, and he throws, and the fastball's more of a sinker, and he throws all three pitches very, very well. He's advanced. I, as I mentioned in my Dirty 35, he's prospect number 29. Uh, I think Evan Kruczynski has a very good chance of making a major league debut at some point, as long as he stays healthy. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bader, Tater, Tots. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What was Somebody said Cecil should have been sucked. Cecil's is squints. So technically, Brett Cecil is affiliated with Prospects After Dark now because all I do is squint into the damn camera. Uh, meat was also acceptable for O'Neill. Yes, sex meat would work. Carlos Soto demoted. Uh, I don't know about it. If it happened, that's not a good sign uh, because he's been playing really well. But I, I honestly, I honestly don't know. Uh, I've been away all day. So, uh, oh, so Mathenia <laughs> Soto and GCL. Uh, Waka is squints. Yeah, Waka should have been squints. I'll be damned. So I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know Carlos Soto got demoted. Uh, that's crazy. That's a bad timing too. And I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing the Gulf Coast League's offense like 
really, really crater with Gorman and Soto because, you know, Cedeno's still there, Leandro Cedeno, uh, but those two were kind of like the anchors of that lineup, so we'll see. Sorry if it's been asked, has there been any update on Terry Fuller? Uh, I don't necessarily have an official, oh, hey, Mookie, uh, Mookie Betts hit for the cycle. I'm drinking, okay, so real fast, I'm drinking Four Roses. It's just a cheap bourbon. I was rolling through the grocery store. I thought, hey, I'd rather only spend $20 on bourbon tonight, so we got that. Uh, and I love Four Roses. It's a decent bourbon. Uh, somebody asked Terry Fuller. I do not have anything official on Terry Fuller. What I can tell you is uh, it appears to be injury-related more than anything. I've heard shoulder. I've heard lat. I've heard a bunch of stuff. And all of that... Uh, all of that information is just hearsay. None of it is set in stone. None of it is official. So I would imagine in the next couple weeks we probably get an update. Uh, somebody said Mookie hit for the cycle. Good for Mookie Betts. Uh, we love Mookie Betts. Somebody says, have you personally healed O'Neal's groin yet? Yeah, uh, Prospects After Dark is definitely going to heal Tyler O'Neal's groin. Uh, Wesley Wells, I, I just gave an update. I hope you saw it. Will Lane Thomas be a September call-up? I don't believe so. Four Roses is definitely cheap. Yellow label, that is. Yeah, and that's exactly what I got, Goat Yachty. Uh, Laugh Out Loud's best hit for the cycle, and they're still losing by three. It, again, the cycle is a fun thing, and it's an awesome baseball tradition thing, and not everyone gets to do it, but it's not really significant in any manner. Uh, it's just really cool. Could Michaelis not fit the fucking Lizard King on the back of Wiz jersey? Ha <laughs> uh, I, uh, <laughs> I guess not, but just li like Liz King would have worked. I would have been fine with that. I'm a fan of brevity. Uh, somebody asked me if I preferred Andy Young over Tommy Edmond. Two completely different players. Like, I like power, so yes, I would go Andy Young. But Tommy Edmond is a more complete player. He can play shortstop. He's scrappy. You know, both of them have a major league ceiling. Uh, you know, making a major league debut, it's just what you prefer, and I love power. Has anyone ever told you that you're not significant in any manner? Yeah, people tell me all the time I'm not significant in any manner. I have no significance at all. I am the uh, flesh-eating bacteria of this fine world. How long are we calm with Jag not playing every day? Ah, TJ Hartline now. That's something that you, I am very vocal about. There's nothing I hate more than when the Cardinals call up a prospect and he doesn't play. But I would think that we're going to see a little bit of Jag now because Harrison Bader has those stitches over his eye from face planting into second base. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, let's see. What's on your lip? Uh, probably spittle. I would imagine spittles on my lip. I would imagine that there's just a little bit of my own personal drool dripping out because I'm pretty well brain dead. I'm half vegetable, half normal functioning human being. Uh, John Dobble says Kyle is significant to me. How you doing, John? Thanks for joining the program. Uh, apparently, John Dobble is the alias of my mother. Okay, yeah, I was so bummed that I won't be getting a jersey with Lizard King on the back from Blake Reich. Blake, go ahead and just get a jersey and have Lizard King put on it. Uh, Tom McCoy says, very hot. A pitcher bat A, so Carp gets more RBI chances from Zach Gurton. Uh, look, I'm on board for whatever. But there were two situations in the last week that came up where if the pitcher was batting eighth, it would have ended the inning. Uh, so I'm not particularly, like on board with it so often. Has Bader always had trouble making contact against right-handed pitchers? Yeah. Yeah, that's always been the, the, the hit on Harrison Bader. He, uh, the breaking pitches from, from righties, both inside and outside, have plagued him. And earlier this week, you saw him going to right field with some of those breaking pitches, just poking it. That's going to be essential to his success in the future. Uh, he's got to keep that up. Who wouldn't drool with the jersey on the background? Yeah, so by the way, a couple little quick shout-outs. We love Ray Langford. Uh, next Saturday, he will be inducted into the Cardinals Hall of Fame. A uh, hat tip to Ray Langford. One more time to our boy Ryan Fisher. Ryan Fisher made this amazing home plate uh, with the prospects after dark decal on it. I love it. Thank you so much, Ryan. 
a Hoosier September call-ups. You know, you're looking at the 40-man roster at that point. Uh, you know, any relief pitcher who's on the 40-man roster, I would think would get the call. Uh, again, let me pull up the 40-man and I'll go over it with you. Uh, I've been watching and I did see a pitcher lead off an inning two times in the Gantt game, give and take. Uh, let's see. Is Ryan eight years old? Uh, you, Ryan did a little craft session. And, uh, yeah, he might be. Who cares? He made cool stuff, and I appreciate it. Uh, Alo Moses, why are you so cranky today? Yeah, Gallegos will get the call. Giovanni Gallegos, I would think. Uh, all you have to do is look at the 40-man roster, and that'll tip your hat. Or tip, tip their cards or whatever. Uh, let's see. Will Wisdom get a chance? They had to put him on the 40-man. Memphis is going to go on a playoff run. I would assume when Memphis' playoff run is over, he might get he might get the call. The next middle infielder to be called up if there's an injury is who? Edmundo Sosa. Uh, Edmundo's on the 40-man. He'd get the call. What about when Carlos Martinez comes off the DL? Will we put him in the bullpen for the rest of the year? I would think that uh, uh, I would think that there's a very good chance that it all comes down to timing. I think if we're talking about a situation like with uh, uh, Adam Wainwright after the Achilles injury, where it comes down to like he needs to make an appearance in the last week of the season, then he's going to be in the bullpen. But we have to see the timetable extrapolated. We have to see what it looks like before we can make that. I, I would think that if he's able to pitch and he can be stretched out as a starter, he'll be a starter. But if it's a timetable crunch like it was with Wayno, then he'll go to the bullpen. Uh, let's see. He's probably shut down. No, too early. Kyle needs to drink. Uh, so, again, Mr. Frank Coar is in here. Uh, Mr. Frank Coar is a gentleman. Uh, his son, Jackson, is pitching in the, the Royals organization. Uh, so we raise our glass to the Coar family. Call my shot. Did the Cardinals make the playoffs? Uh, I'll say they make the wild card. Yeah, what happens after the one wild card game? I can't tell you. Outside of Now, go back to the beginning of the season, though. I thought the Cardinals would make the wild card, and I thought they'd win 86 games. So, I, you know, a, three week, a month ago, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. But I'm going back to that. Uh, let's see. How was Gallegos done in AAA? I don't know. Again, I for those of you who don't know, I just published the Dirty 35 with all of the Cardinals minor league, the, all the, the seven players that the Cardinals acquired uh, at the deadline. I changed the list, and I published 35 individual articles on those prospects. I am just decompressing from that. Go to Birds on the Black. Click on the Dirty 35. It'll send you to the rundown of 1 through 35. You click on the name. It'll send you to the write-up. You'll get gifts. You'll get what to like about them, what to be cautious about them, a player comparison, and the write-up in general. Uh, so, because of that, over the last couple days, I have been exhausted. And I'm just trying to get caught up on Gorman and all of the big doings in the organization. Uh, let's see. Let's trade for Donaldson. Sure, I love it. How about the Victor Roach call up to Memphis? I, I'm really happy that Victor Roach is getting called up to Memphis. Uh, it's a right spot for him. He's just a power-hitting monster. And now that Johan Miesis is in Springfield, that kind of makes Victor Roach a redundancy. Uh, so up to Memphis he goes, and that'll be a good thing for him. Uh, he's older. He's 26. A good thing for him as he marches Memphis to the playoffs. Uh, somebody said, Dirty 35 was so damn beautiful. Thank you so much for all your support. Uh, I appreciate everyone who checked it out. Thoughts on Montero and Palm Beach? I'm happy with it. Uh, I'm glad he didn't go to Springfield. I would imagine that this is the only time that he spends at Palm Beach. So, yeah, I'm happy with it. It's going to be a hell of a challenge for him. Uh, let's see. How do you like the Garcia call-up so far? Allah Moses asks. Allah, you know, I, uh, I'd like it a lot more if he was playing. I wanted to see the kid get at bats. I hate the fact that he sat those first two games. Uh, I, it doesn't make any sense to me, and I don't care who the manager is, 
to call up a player who might be the hottest hitter in your organization and not use him. I'm just wondering when we're going to get O'Neal's dong. Uh, I think the reason he's on the DL is he cut it off and he's shipping it to us via FedEx. Uh, UPS, shout out to Steel Orwig. Uh, let's see, Lane Thomas, baby. Yeah, Lane Thomas got another hit today. Uh, he's hitting all 10 of his minor league games at, uh, at, at Memphis so far this year. Watch, watch Roach in a game at Springfield earlier this year. Looked above the double-A level, in my opinion. Yeah, Victor Roach has the power uh, to... So keep in mind with Victor Roach, he's not a kid. He's like 26 years old. Probably should have been in Memphis for a long time, but he's not a particularly good hitter. He just, uh, he hammers the baseball. He has power and like serious power. So he's kind of a poor outfielder. Doesn't really, you know, he's like, he's like Xavier Scruggs, but with not a complete game. Uh, Gorman not in the starting lineup tonight. Remember with Nolan Gorman that on Tuesday night he was playing in Johnson City. He took a plane to Kane County, played immediately upon... Entering that game, entering that uh, that level, and then from there he gets one night off, and then he'll be ready to go as they travel back to Peoria for the Peoria his Peoria debut tomorrow night. Does Luke and Baker project as a trade bait or athletic enough to play a corner position? Well, Luke and Baker is not athletic enough to play third, and he's working tirelessly to become as good of a first baseman as he is capable of. He's not a corner outfielder either. I heard somebody say something about that a little while ago. Um, but Lukenbaker's a first baseman. Is he trade bait? I don't know if he's going to be trade bait or not. It, he's only been in the organization for a month now. You know, we'll start two months. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but I think I think when it's all said and done, he has a chance to be a pretty solid first baseman. Nagowski, someone to actually be excited about. Uh, so John Nagowski is kind of like Ron Hell Rivera, uh, Ravello rather at AAA. Like they're both career minor leaguers. They're both older. They both have like a hit tool where they don't strike out too much and they take good walks, although I think Nagowski's has leveled off. I think his walks have gone down and his strikeouts have gone up. Uh, but they make solid contact, and they're kind of more than likely just minor league depth guys. Pay attention to him. If you like him, pay attention to him. Anything could happen. In the offseason, the Cardinals worked on a, a swing change with him, and it's yielded power when he's been healthy, but he also missed a month of the season because he broke a thumb, I think, uh, or a wrist or something like that. Uh, top three position players to be uh, uh, excited about from Ty Kasson. Uh For me, if we're talking about prospects, uh, Carson Kelly's no longer a prospect, and I know people hate Carson Kelly, but it's Andrew Kisser would be one, uh, Nolan Gorman would be two, and, you know, Alaris Montero's three. Uh, let's see. Mr. Hicks, thoughts on UPS truck air conditioning debate? <laughs> awesome stuff. All right, so we're at, we're at nine, and this was my plan. I wanted to go over... Uh, uh, our list of the prospect matchmaker. Again, we had incredible turnout for the prospect match. Uh, is Mendoza's shortstop experiment still ongoing? I do not believe so. Again, keep the questions firing away. I'll try to stop here as we go. But we had 28 people asked to be paired with the prospect. I Once we got the list, I went to your, your Twitter profile. I scoured it, and I tried to find a prospect that matched you. I have a reasoning for nearly every one of these and why you're getting this prospect. Uh, cards, gifts will send you the lock screen of that prospect. But the idea here is that uh, how's that how's Anthony X Ray Ray doing? Uh, is he still an A ball? Anthony X Ray Ray, are we speaking English? Uh, damn, I want to be paired. Nick Enchil says we'll get to that here in a little bit. So we're gonna run over this. Uh, how's Mendoza doing in trip and double A? Again, I, this is why the prospect matchmaker actually irritates the shit out of me uh, because I just want to sit here and talk to you guys rather than tell you. Uh, but I'm glad we're doing it. It's a really awesome thing. Uh, 
Mendoza, it's been up and down, right? He makes okay contact, but he doesn't slug the baseball. Mendoza is a word of caution to promoting prospects who are younger and inexperienced to a level that they might necessarily be ready for, even though their average batting average is good. Evan Mendoza is still playing a good third base. It was shaky at shortstop. Uh, but it's this reason why promoting a player when they're not ready could have serious negative impact on their development. And I don't know if it's going to have negative impact on Evan Mendoza. It didn't have a huge negative impact on Tommy Edmond. Took him a little while to get started this year. Uh, but it's just be cautious with these guys. There's no reason to rush them. If you're doing it right, you don't need to rush them. And if you're rushing them, you're putting them at a, at a chance of not being so good in the long run. Uh, hey, Kyle, love the shirt for Forever Cards. Hey, Forever Cards, how are you, buddy? Uh, okay, so prospect matchmaker number one, uh, Shelton Mysterio. Uh, Shelton Mysterio, as I was looking through his profile, uh, thoughts on Vita Blue. Vita Blue dead, yo. Water. Okay, so as I was looking through Shelton Mysterio's profile, I have such admiration for Shelton because he's the kind of guy, uh, he refers to himself as X-Ray uh, Fernando Rodney to the A's. I don't care about Fernando Rodney at all. I uh, just got here, so how much it was a speculation about O'Neill's sex injury? We're not there yet, uh, Mr. Uh, Hopper. We're going to get to that at Kyle After Dark. You've seen Seth Elledge pitch. I have watched Seth Elledge pitch. I wrote about him. He's prospect number two over at Bird on the, Birds on the Black in the Dirty 35. Uh, go to prospect or go to Birds on the Black. Read my Seth Elledge. There's some gifts in there about the way he pitches. He's a big man. Uh, so Sheldon Mysterio, you know, it seems like he, he sticks with his guys. Like, he's not going to give up on a player because a player is struggling. So, Shelton Mysterio gets Delvin Perez. You know, it's been a weird three years in the organization for Delvin Perez. A lot of people gave up on him. He's, he's come back. He's playing well. Uh, Shelton will stick with him. So, Shelton Mysterio gets Delvin Perez. I've uh, been busy, haven't been on Twitter much. Uh, I wish Shelton Mysterio was the name of a prospect. Me too, good life, Sean. Me too. All right. So, uh, Ryan Mabe, or maybe, uh, I wish, blah, 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 I saw Oscar Mercado last night, got hit by a pitch. Yeah, we saw Oscar Mercado get hit by a pitch. Uh, I love when you start answering a question, then read more questions in the middle of your answer. I know, Cardinals fan, I am so fucking distracted. It's such a disaster. All right, so Ryan Mabe, uh, he at one point in his Twitter timeline said, Gyro Munoz is better than Jed Jerko. And I think he said it one or two or maybe three times. And it got me thinking, like, who's a prospect with a high ceiling, uh, big-bodied, maybe some questions about where they're going to stick at shortstop, probably better suited for third base. And it dawned on me that the Cardinals' third-round pick, Mateo Gill, is kind of in that that frame. Like, Mateo Gill could be a Gyro Munoz-type player. Uh, he's a little quirky. So, uh, Ryan gets Mateo Gill. Uh, let's see. Okay, so, Matt, Blues, blues underscore record, uh, he is a big hockey fan. And it seems like he likes, like, the spirited player, the guy who will run through the boards, will run a guy through the boards. Uh, it seems like he liked, like, Pat Maroon. It seemed like he liked Pat Maroon. Uh, no, okay, so Mateo Gill is a shortstop third baseman who can also pitch. Uh, think of pitching as, like, his fallback. Uh, anyway, so it dawns on me that just three weeks ago, Lane Thomas went crashing through the outfield wall in right field to make a catch. Blues underscore records, Matt, you get Lane Thomas. Uh, everyone likes Pat Maroon, yeah, for sure. But, you know, Lane Thomas has that hockey mentality. And your, your Blues records, uh, you were talking about Pat Maroon a little bit, so you get Lane Thomas. 
I'm hoping he's better than his dad, Benji Gill. Hey, I'll tell you what, if the Cardinals drafted the shortstop third baseman version of Benji Gill, I'll take that any day of the week. And as a third-round pick, that's tremendous value for a third-round draft pick. Uh, let's see. Next up is Lauren Bundy. So Lauren Bundy loves Jed Jerko. Everyone knows this. So when you think about who the most Jed Jerko-esque prospect is in the Cardinals organization, it's Andy Young, hands down. This is the only time that we will have overlap in prospects. Uh, Patrick B has a uh, uh, Patrick B also has Andy Young. Lauren will get Andy Young because he's the most Jed Jerko-like prospect in the organization. Uh, I've got notes here, by the way. See, I've got notes. I, I wrote notes on why I gave everybody their prospect. All right, so we went through Lauren Bundy. Don't say we went through Lauren Bundy. Uh, next is Blake Reichert. Now, Blake Reichert was super, super, super bummed about Tommy Pham getting traded. And I was looking through, and I was trying to... It seemed like he was bummed about it. I could be wrong. I was looking through, and I was trying to figure out a prospect. Okay, do I give him a guy who's kind of like Tommy Pham? And then it dawns on me that, you know, I'm really upset about Tommy Pham not being a part of the organization. So what I did there is uh, Mr. Reichert gets Justin Williams. Because we're going to embrace Justin Williams, and we're going to work through our disappointment that Tommy Pham is no longer in the organization. And we're going to do that by embracing the outfielder that was traded for. I never say the man doesn't put in the work. I'm a mess is what I am. Uh, let's see. Next is Sam oh Emily Roth. Uh, Emily or never says man doesn't put it. Emily Roth. Now, for those of you who don't know, Emily Roth was a producer on KMOX. Uh, she did the uh, a Total Information AM. Uh, she moved from St. Louis. Uh, she moved from St. Louis, and now she isn't here. But she asked for a prospect, so she gets uh, Jacob Woodford. I gave her Jake Woodford, and the reason I gave her Jake Woodford is it seemed like she was kind of a big fan of, of Miles Michaelis. Uh, initially, I thought that Sam Tavis was going to be kind of like Miles Michaelis. It did not pan out at all. I was super wrong about that. Sorry, Mo's algorithm, my bad, brother. Uh, but I think that uh, I think that I think that Jake Woodford has like that kind of ultimate ceiling, right? His curveballs come a long way. He has a lot of work to do. Anyways, hello from St. Louis, Emily Roth. Uh, we appreciate your support. And I hope you enjoy following Jake Woodford. There are too many of these. I, yeah. Delvin Press had a two RBI single. Awesome stuff. Uh, let's see. Next up is Samuel Lambert. Uh, Samuel Lambert uh, gets Max Schrock. Uh, Austin, hey, Austin Stone, how are you? Samuel Lambert gets uh, Max Schrock because it seems like Mr. Lambert really likes like your solid, uh, sound player. Now, Max Schrock has struggled this year, but... Max Schrock has become like an all-around okay player. If Max Schrock just takes walks, he'll be fine. He'll reclaim his prospect status. Right now it's a little off, but that's, uh, that's why Mr. Lambert gets him. Uh, next up is Chi-Town Cards fans. Now, Chi-Town Card, uh, you get Luke and Baker. And the reason you get Luke and Baker is because you've already selected Luke and Baker. Uh, your profile is Luke and Baker legit. Like, you're, you, you, you tweet about him, you've talked about him, you get Luke and Baker. Uh... Kyle, is it, oh, hold on, I'm going to say your name wrong. Is it Kyle? No, it's not. Uh, Colton Herrick. Colton Herrick gets Leandro Cedeno. And the reason that Colton gets Leandro, uh, how many guys can they call up in September? Uh, they can call up to their 40-man uh, limit, Mr. Hicks. So, you know, 40-man roster, they can call up to f a total of an additional 15 people if that's what they want to do. Usually the Cardinals start off by only adding two or three. And then once the playoff pushes over at Memphis, they'll add more. 
Uh, Mr. Herrick, you get Leandro Cedeno because it seemed like you like, uh, uh, oh, wait, no, yeah, at one point you said that dogs are better than dishwashers when it comes to cleaning plates. And I thought to myself, Leandro Cedeno is kind of a big dog, and that dude clears the bases like it's a plate. So you get Leandro Cedeno. Uh, standing room only in the dugout, I don't know what's going on. Uh, let's see, oh, oh, Octavius Rex. You don't necessarily get a prospect here. You're going to get somebody who's in the Cardinals bullpen right now. Uh, you get Daniel Ponce de Leon. I, you, I know you love Daniel, Daniel Ponce de Leon, uh, so you get Daniel Ponce de Leon. Yeah, he's your guy from now on. I meant no offense about what you were drinking. I love four. Oh, no, you're fine. I never. I didn't take it that way. I'm sorry if it came across that way. Uh, what's up, Nicole? You still crazy? Uh, I love the thought process on these. Yeah, you know, I try to put a little thought into this stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, another one of my favorite ones, real fast. Uh, so... Alec Balvans, who is, uh, he just became a meteorologist. I was trying to think, who's a prospect that could make, like, who could bring the rain? And Brady Whalen's one of my favorite prospects. He puts a lot of loft on the ball. He hits some majestic home runs. And when they come down, the rain comes with it. So Alec gets Brady Whalen. Uh, are they going to leave Gomber as a starter? Uh, Mr. Hicks, I don't know. We're going to need your insider information from Jordan uh, to let us know. I think they will uh, until maybe Carlos Martinez comes back. I, I want him to keep getting starts. So, yes, hopefully. Uh, that insider info. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Okay, so Tyler, real fast. My bad. Uh, Tyler, TJ Hartline. I went with you for yours. This is what I did. Uh, hip I gave you Scott Hurst. Uh, uh, yeah, a weatherman's MLB trout uh, is trout for sure. Uh, Emily, hello again. Uh, we gave you a little cat tip. I don't know a cap tip. We don't know if you were watching. Uh, thank you for all you were doing on KMOX during the uh, the morning program. Total information. Uh, I think that's how I became familiar with you. And I hope that your new journey. Uh, I don't remember where it's at. I hope everything's going really well. So, anyways, at one point, Mr. Tyler T J Hartline, you said. Uh, you were watching a bunch of hip-hop artists playing Fortnite. So I tried to look, I was trying to think of a prospect who is like smooth like a hip-hop artist, but kind of like a bull in a china shop at the same time. And that's kind of Scott Hurst. So TJ Hartline, you get Scott Hurst. Uh, K. Hughes, Kyle Hubble gets, uh, oh, oh. So Kyle Hubble was pretty fired up about the way that the bullpen was going uh, and how bad it was. So Kyle Hubble, Hubbley, uh, he gets, uh, yeah, doing well at ESPN. I like to hear that, Emily. Awesome stuff. Um, Kyle gets Seth Elledge because hopefully in the next two years, Seth Elledge comes up to the major league level and stops uh, some of the leaking. Uh, let's see. Uh, picking people with prospects. Uh, let's see. I'll be there as well, Mr. Hicks. Let's see. Okay, so next is Rebby Grill. Now, Rebby Grill loves Colton Wong's defense, and I try to think to myself, like, who in the minors that we haven't already assigned to someone has really good defense? Who can make a flashy play, has a pretty solid arm, maybe a little sketchy sometimes, but you can bet we'll make a pretty solid play. Uh, I went with Edmundo Sosa. Uh, Kyle, you get Edmundo... Oh, wait, no, uh, Rebbe, you get Edmundo Sosa. Next up is Brian Love. Uh, Brian Love spends every night, it seems like, studying hardcore for some chemistry test. Uh, he pulls all-nighters. And the only position on the diamond that puts in those kind of hours is a catcher. So he gets Dennis Ortega. 
he gets Dennis Ortega because Dennis Ortega is more than likely going to move pretty quick up the Cardinals organization and probably be a catcher that we're talking about pretty pretty heavy and he's dedicated to his craft just like Brian is to studying for uh, for chemistry or whatever's going on. Uh, let's see. Oh, Cards Chats. So Cards Chats was the first one to reach out about Prospect Matchmaker. Uh, as a matter of fact, Cards Gifts and I were talking about doing it. I was apprehensive about it because it takes fucking a half an hour to go through. And here we are watching people tick off and tick off because they don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, it's, it's really a waste of time is what it is. Uh, but Cards Chats was the first one. As, as Gifts and I were DMing about it, uh, I got a DM from Cards Chats about wanting to be paired up. So because you, you made this all happen, Cards Chats, uh, you get Nolan Gorman. Nolan Gorman is yours. Uh, so just that simple. Yeah, you were the one to, to get this thing going. Uh, so, so you get the, the hottest of all the prospects. Tom McCoy says, we love matchmakers. Speaking of which, Tom McCoy... Uh, you get a, I give a special, like, thank you to you. Hey, Victoria, how are you? I give a thank you to you because you've been, like, with Birds on the Black. You've been with me in particular since the beginning of all this, since we were doing, uh, the, the debut on Black Friday. So, you get a little special prospect just for that. Um, uh, the person that you get is John Torres. Again, he's far away. He was part of the Oscar Mercado deal. I'm a big fan. He is yours, sir. And thank you so much for being here from the beginning. Uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate. So we, uh, let's see. I should probably be scratching these out. Uh, ooh, Hempen. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Hempen, 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 Hempen. Josh Hempen. Oh, uh, so Josh Hempen, uh, he loves the long ball, it seemed like. So he gets one of my favorite new draftees. Uh, that is Kevin Woodall. You get Kevin Woodall, my friend. Uh, I love him. He's going to hit for a lot of power. If you love the long ball, he's your guy. Uh, we are at our boy, Ryan Fisher. Now, Ryan Fisher, I love you, buddy. Again, thank you so much for this beautiful work of art. Uh, it's incredible and wonderful, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, so, uh, Wes, we're getting to you, buddy. We're getting to you. Oh, wait, no, we already did we already go through Wes? No, Wes, we're getting to you. Uh, you get Malcolm Nunez. Uh, again, you, you do bombs away. Uh, Malcolm Nunez is about as hot of a prospect now as anyone could ever imagine. Uh, people are talking about him, so you, sir, get Malcolm Nunez. Uh, let's see, Spencer, uh, you're the one that I have no reason for the person I gave to you. It seemed like, other than Carlos Martinez, you were tweeting a lot about hitters. Uh, so I gave you Steve Gindry. Uh, he won't pitch until next year. Uh, he was a Cardinals uh, fourth-round draft pick this year. And he's a monster. He throws a changeup. He's left-handed. Uh, but I just think you need a little starting pitching in your life. So, uh, so you you get Gendry, and he's he's really solid. Uh, let's see. Next is Don Olson. Uh, Don Olson gets Henesis Cabrera. The reason that Don gets Henesis Cabrera is honestly like there's a chance Henesis Cabrera, Genesis Cabrera, could be a top five prospect in the organization. And uh, I, t I you know I, I take my hat off to Mr. Olson because. Uh, He's a member of the, ar the, the armed forces, and he's a member of our military, I believe the Navy. I didn't write it down, so I apologize. So to you, sir, you, uh, we thank you very much. We take a drink to you, and uh, cheers. Good, Spence Daddy. I like to hear that. Uh, let's see. Dom gets Evan Kruczynski, and the reason I gave Dom Evan Kruczynski is uh, Dom, whose uh, Twitter handle is uh, Mantro, Mantro. Uh, the reason that he gets, uh, 
Evan Kuczynski is, it seems like Mantro is a big music fan. And of all the pitchers in the Cardinals organization, there is a, a, a melody, like a, a methodical way that Evan Kuczynski pitches, uh, a, a pace, a speed that I love. So Evan Kuczynski goes to our music band. Uh, Rob Meyer gets Ivan Herrera. And the reason he gets Ivan Herrera is because uh, Ivan Herrera is kind of like, let me put it this way. If Ivan Herrera would have been the Cardinals' first-round draft pick this year, or last year at 17, we'd be talking about him similarly to how we were talking about Nolan Gorman, more than likely. Uh, and he's a catcher, and he's a pretty good catcher. So he gets Ivan Herrera. Wes Wells. Wes Wells, we love you. Now, uh, I tried to look for somebody from Arkansas that I thought was a great fit for you. I know you love Arkansas baseball. Um, but what I did with you is... You know, I want to say firsthand that I am extremely grateful. Uh, we, uh, 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 Matt Nils, I steal Matt Nils cards, gifts, and I, we were extremely grateful for all that you did uh, during the ALS campaign, for the money you donated, uh, for everything. And you're a great guy, and you've been through some incredible stuff, and, you know, we, we love having you around. So you, sir, get Griffin Roberts. Now, I don't know what the relationship between the Arkansas Razorbacks and Wake Forest is. I, I wish I, I, I hope it's all uh, copacetic. Uh, uh, but you get Griffin Roberts. I love Griffin Roberts. I love him, love him, love him. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Drew Maurizio gets Ramon Urias. And it's because Drew seems to really like those high energy, high hustle guys with high ceilings. And that is Ramon Urias. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'll take a deacon. I like that. Uh, thanks for not giving me Kramer, Wesley Will says. Yeah, you, you don't have to worry about that. I would never give uh, an LSU player to an Arkansas fan. Uh, let's see. Oh, Wildcats. Uh, Wildcats underscore 24. You get Chase Pender. And the reason I'm giving you Chase Pender is because he just made He got the promotion to Springfield. It's going to be really interesting to see how he performs. But he's one of my favorite prospects. Uh, he's a good outfielder, super athletic. I think we're going to see his offensive numbers spike in the Texas League as compared to where they were in Palm Beach. His game doesn't fit the Florida State League very well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Uh, McCoy went over. Uh, uh, Mr. Hopple, you get Lars Newtbar. And the reason you get Lars Newtbar is there is absolutely no reason that you get Lars Newtbar. You came in there at the last minute, and I said, that dude gets Lars Newtbar, and everyone Lars loves Lars Newtbar, and, uh, you know, it's fucking Lars Newtbar. And our last person is Scott Walker, uh, Scott D. Walker. Scott, you get Carlos Soto, uh, and that's kind of the same thing. You came in right at the last minute, so you just got to sign a prospect. I didn't have time to look at your profile and try to do matchmaker. Uh, so there you go. Those are the 300 people that we assign prospects to. Those are your guys from now on. You stick with them through thick and thin. You don't turn your back on them uh, unless they do murder. And you don't really do murder so much as you make murder. And you don't really make murder so much as you murder. Uh, so to all of you who participated in this, this I appreciate it so much. Uh, Cards Gifts appreciates it so much. Uh, you'll have lock screens coming your way. And uh, again, I, I take great pride in even this small little random stuff, so I hope everyone really, really appreciates it. Uh, and if you don't, I mean, who gives a shit, really? It's just a small little act. This is a blog. None of it matters. Just like life. Uh, unless they do murder, unless they make murder. Uh, does turn your back on them unless they do murder. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure, everyone. My pleasure. I, I hope everyone really enjoyed. And again... That's your guy. I, I'll just keep repeating myself over and over again because I'm a dunce. I should wear a hat that says dunce right here. 
Uh, but um, they're your guy. Have some fun. Check on their stats every day. You know, get to. Get to Google searching articles about him. Someone I just heard about. Okay, so let's get back to questions. Let's get back on doing prospects after dark. Uh, yeah, let's get back to doing prospects after dark. We'll we'll do a little Kyle after dark real fast. The reason that we started calling Tyler O'Neill Prince Sex O'Neill is because when Tyler O'Neill came down with a groin injury that no one had a lot of details about, but it wasn't muscular related, uh, it dawned on me that what probably happened, and again, everyone went to STDs, and that could be the case. The guy's probably got a huge dong. Uh, but my guess is that he got that thing pierced. Uh, I don't know for sure. Total speculation. It's not fair. But my guess... Hey, Ryan, what's up? Uh, my guess uh, is uh, that... That thing has the fucking Prince Albert right through it. So from now on, he's Prince Sex O'Neill because Tyler O'Neill is sex, uh, and his his he might have a Prince Albert. Uh, so bring me your questions as we just settled that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's it. That's it. Whose game does fit in the Florida State League brutal offensive league? Oh, <laughs> that's a great question, Mister Carlson. Uh, you know whose game has turned into a very good Florida State League? Uh, Dylan Carlson's game. By the way, one of the prospects that kind of gets lost, and the reason that Dylan didn't get assigned to anyone is Dylan is already assigned to C70, uh, Daniel Shaptaw, and I didn't want to overlap. Uh, but to watch the, the, the strides that Dylan Carlson has made in the Florida State League, which, uh, for all intent and purpose, should have zapped any of his offensive stats, has been incredible. Like, it's proven to me, as I make Dylan Carlson my number 10 prospect on the Dirty 35, uh, it dawns on me that even, and I was a big believer beforehand, but it dawns on me that he's better, he's even better than I thought he was. And uh, man, is he going to be exciting. Is he going to be exciting. But, you know, uh, to answer your question, like, whose game does fit, I think about someone like Andy Young, uh, somebody like Randy Rosarena. I think Alarius Montero is going to be fine there. Uh, just those guys who have a tendency to, like, line drive balls to the gap. Like, those are the usually the only hitters that, that do really well. Like, the, the hard line drive guys to the gap. Like, Andrew Kisner probably would have done well in the Florida State League. Uh, th those are the guys. And there's a lot of guys who have the potential to profile that way that don't necessarily. Um, but those are the guys who usually do pretty well. Uh, let's see. Have you heard anything about Gorman being a smart player and made some real smart decisions last night? What, look, Gorman, Gorman is a very smart player. Uh, one thing about what the Cardinals do and what they've been doing under Randy Flores is they've been drafting extremely smart people. Uh, not just baseball players, but people. Guys who have uh, academic honor rolls on their resume in high school and college. Uh, speaking of Dylan Carlson, you know, he comes from an incredible family with an incredible father uh, and an incredible story with his mother. Uh, they're an incredible family, but he's been challenged, he's mature, and he's smart. And not just baseball smart, real smart. Um, and that's what the Cardinals do. Like, they're drafting players who have something else more often than not. And that something else isn't just like a flair for the dramatic or anything. It's just an ability. Is Lars Nutty Bar smart? Uh, Wesley Wells, I, uh, you know, I, I haven't given him the IQ test. I don't know what his personality is, uh, but I'm sure he is. Not Ricardo related, but Joe Adele is a grown-ass man. Oh, man. So uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, Los Angeles Angels... Their number one prospect, Joe Adele, is as good. Like he's he's super legit. That Joe Adele, uh, you know, he's to me he's like Royce Lewis for the Twins, but way better than Royce Lewis. Uh, speaking of which, as Nathan Believa also pointed out, 
Uh, look at Royce Lewis as kind of like a template for what the Cardinals are doing with Gorman. Can I trade O'Neal for another prospect? No, Nicole, you can't. Uh, we took O'Neal from you because you're not part of Cardinal fandom. You're part of Braves fandom. Uh, don't be knocking my man Lars. No, Mark, Mark, no. No, we would never. We would never. We would never. Montero gets a chance to B&B &B prove uh, D's third with Gorman right. Uh, Bushwhacker, is that in English? Uh, oh, Margaret La uh, Margaret, uh, uh, Maggie Ladley. Uh, Maggie Ladley gets Tyler O'Neill. Gifts, gifts. If you're watching, I need you to make uh, Maggie Ladley Tyler O'Neill. Maggie is solely responsible for the groin issue going on with Tyler O'Neill. Uh, and not in like a, uh, you know, you kick the dude or something like that. Like, Maggie worked that thing. So to you, Maggie, oh, to Maggie, we salute you. Nicole, you're not here anymore. Get out. Uh, in your opinion, is Gorman or Montero more likely to stay at third base? Uh, I'd say Gorman. I'll say Gorman. Uh, but, you know, uh, man, that's tough. I'll say Gorman. Uh, so B Love One says, talk about Luke and Baker. Uh, I will hate you if and you do. Hate me. I am a wretched human being. Feel free to hate me all you want. Uh, yeah, O'Neal could handle multiple women. That's right. Okay, so Luke and Baker, again, uh, missed a lot of last year. Uh, missed his past season. He's had a couple little freak injuries. He has kind of a flat swing, but he's a big boy. He's like six foot, 100, uh, 700 pounds. He looks like he's got giant's blood in him uh, from Game of Thrones. Uh, he smokes the ball. He's all power. Uh, again, he reminds me of Evan Gaddis. Like, if you can make a major league comparison or, like, an ultimate ceiling of Luke and Baker, it is easily, easily, easily Evan Gaddis. Sorry, I got to get... Yeah, 6'4", 265 for Luke and Baker. And uh, I think that those measurements are right a lot of times uh, about Ladley. Uh... Yeah, a lot of times at the like the minor league, uh, 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 get it to gifts. I'll get it to you later. I fully expect to get Luke and Baker because of my love of Patrick Wisdom, but I love Gorman. Uh, Victor Garcia and Terry Fuller progr progress reports. So uh, Terry Fuller's been hurt. Uh, uh, I don't know exactly what it is. I I've only heard rumors. Uh, nothing's been confirmed. Uh, Cardinals prospect eligible for the Rule 5. I'll get that to you later. I'm not, uh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Uh, ha, he is from the same area as us. Kyle, I missed this on the last one, but we do uh, Fuck me. This pad, we want to know uh, with and girth, not height and width. Uh, watching these LL games give me PTSD from the Matheny era. Oh, God, that's so good, Wes. Where is Graham tonight? Graham is at some high school retreat. Uh, Graham is a high schooler, for those of you who don't know. We don't just make fun of him because of his age, uh, willy-nilly. We're not making fun of him. We're actually talking about his real age. Uh, he's somewhere else. Is there a prospect who is sadly dis uh, desperate for attention? Uh, oh, God, I like what you did there. Uh, gifts, gifts, do me a favor. Keep feeding me questions over here. Uh, I missed a bunch, and I hate missing them. You know that. Uh, I, miss, I miss Graham, too. I wish he was here. No, for real, like, Graham has some kind of, like, retreat or something. That's where he's at. Our entire fantasy league misses Graham. Uh, okay, so, boy, that got out of hand. See, so, that uh, the, the prospect matchmaker just throws me off. 
Ramon Urias deserves attention. Yeah, Ramon Urias does. See, Drew gets it already. Drew is already going for the people that, uh, uh, like, he's, he's already claimed Ramon Urias. Oh, a Dominic Leone update. So Dominic Leone has had three really, really good minor league appearances, uh, pitching really well. Uh, can I honorarily get Carson Kelly the, the not prospect? Yeah, go ahead. Give that, uh, uh, please do. Uh, who is the worst Cardinal fan on Twitter? Just make, just name drop it. Who's the worst Cardinal fan on Twitter? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Victor Garcia, oh, Victor Garcia update. Victor Garcia is doing really well. Uh, his, his on-base percentage is a little higher than you would have expected. Um, but not bad. Somebody said Andy Young a lot like Jacob Wilson. Yes. Yeah, you know, I've said it a bunch. Uh, Andy Young is very much a lot like Jacob Wilson. Uh, and Jacob Wilson is a lot like Jed Jerko, but again, like the minor league version. And again, it goes to show you, uh, like, how tough it is to make the major leagues. Andy Young is an advanced. And by the way, I, I have an opportunity to interview Andy Young on Saturday. Uh, I'll be uh, doing a phone interview with Andy Young on Saturday that hopefully we can have up at Birds on the Black on Sunday. Uh, was Chase Pender in the Dirty 35? Yeah, Chase Pender was prospect number 24 on the Dirty 35. Uh, somebody says Klutz fan is the worst car. I don't even know who that is. I hear people talk about Klutz all the time. Uh, I, I really don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, somebody asked Lane Thomas's ceiling. So uh, in my Dirty 35 write-up of Lane Thomas, I mentioned that it seems like there's two different people. Oh, my God, I didn't know that about Andy Young. That's sick. Can we see Dirty 35? Oh, yeah, here. I'll show you the Dirty 35 board. Oh, God. Oh, God. So here's the Dirty 35 board. Uh, it's right here. That's our Dirty 35 board. That's where things currently stand. Uh, who's your favorite player? So that's where it stands. And then the other thing we did is you'll see this. That's my beautiful new whiteboard. It's, uh, like, four feet by five feet. And, uh, boy, am I ready to get after that thing a little bit. Boy, am I ready to get after that thing a little bit. Somebody asked what prospect isn't like Jed Jerko these days. A lot of them. Yeah, how, many, how, many, how many prospects are as good defensively as Jed Jerko? Yeah, some of them are... A lot of prospects are streaky. A lot of them have surprising power for sure. But uh, that's something completely different. Uh, let's see. My guy Lane has no ceiling. He has limitless potential. Okay, so... Uh, sorry about that. In my Dirty 35 write-up of Lane Thomas, I wrote that he's kind of like two players. There's sometimes when you could see him as like a potential all-star at the top of the lineup, and then there's sometimes where he looks really uncomfortable. We haven't seen the uncomfortable version of Lane Thomas in quite some time. Uh, I would think that that version of Lane Thomas uh, really, really brings him down, but we haven't seen it in Memphis yet, so anything could happen. He has a super high ceiling. You know, uh, if you're going to, he doesn't, he's, he's fast, but he's not like stolen base fast. Uh, he's super interesting, man. If I'm going to make a major league comparison, maybe someone like Cole Calhoun, uh, but with a better arm, a better defender, something like that. Uh, traded to White Sox for Zach Duke. Still, who is your favorite relief prospect from STL takes? Uh, I'll tell you what. I like Seth Elledge a lot. I'm, I'm a big fan of Junior Fernandez. If he's going to stay in the bullpen and be him, Connor Green, if he can ever work out his control issues. I like Hector Mendoza a lot. Uh, there's a couple guys at the lower levels that are interesting. Um, uh, Nicasio is one of them. I'm not as big of a fan of Nicasio. Uh, but there are a couple guys that are super interesting. What, uh, what guy in AAA will be... Damn it. Uh, how did we get Lane Thomas from Chi-Town Cardinals? Uh, the Cardinals traded international draft pool money to Toronto for Lane Thomas last year. And then Lane Thomas was assigned to Palm Beach and got hurt almost immediately. And he ended up missing pretty much the rest of the year. 
Uh, and then he, they, they aggressively promoted him to Springfield to start the year, and he's been the name since. Any flamethrowers in the lower levels? Uh, again, uh, Nicasio can run it up there. Rondon can run it up there. I like Rondon a lot. Uh, there's a lot of uh, international signings, uh, signees that I don't, I'm not as familiar with just based on uh, what guys in AAA will be out of baseball in two or three years. Uh, Wilfredo Tovar probably, uh, Patrick Wisdom potentially, uh, Victor Roach potentially, uh, Steve Bean almost certainly, uh, maybe Ron Hell Ravello depending on how things turn out. Uh, some pitchers there, potentially. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Juan Yepes update. It's been bad for Juan Yepes. He isn't getting many hits, and when he's getting hits, he's getting singles. Uh, what do I think about Will Latcham? You know, Will Latcham is a really, really popular prospect here at Prospects After Dark. If I'm correct, uh, Will Latcham is hurt. He was on the DL. If he came off the DL, it happened this week. Uh, but he's another really interesting relief arm. Probably be overmatched when he gets to AAA. That happens often. Probably be overmatched with extended, extended exposure at Springfield. Uh, but he's really interesting and he's deceptive, and that plays a long way. Uh, do you think about, well, let's see, how did we get Lane Thomas? Uh, I like Elledge and Green. Oh, SEL says he likes Elledge and Green. Yeah, I, I like Hector Mendoza a lot. I think Hector Mendoza has the repertoire to get it done. You know, Darian Gonzalez has been hurt, and Darian Gonzalez is no longer hurt. And he's going to be a name worth keeping an eye on because he's on the 40-man uh, roster. I wouldn't be surprised if Darian Gonzalez finds his way to the major leagues uh, at some point come September. Uh, let's see. Uh, how does Memphis keep dominating from Todd Thiessen? Todd, Memphis keeps dominating because they have one hell of a feeder program. Am I wrong about that? Like, think about it. Think about all the talent that's gone there. They have a base a base of Wisdom, Ravello, Tovar, and then they have great players that keep going up there. Uh, they have, like, I think everyone undersells just how talented that roster is. Would Mercado have been called up before Jag if he was still here? I would guess yes. Donaldson is a guy to get on our waiver season list. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with that. Why not? Uh, let's see. When does Wood Myers get promoted? Didn't Wood Myers just get promoted like a couple months back? Am I wrong? Like a month back or two? Um, somebody says Stubby Clap. It's not Stubby Clap. Although they love playing for Stubby Clap, so that's good. Could be our big vet in the three-hole. I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, Donaldson? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, do we trade from our P and OF depth this winter for legit third-base prospect Torres level? The Cardinals do have legit third-base prospects now. Uh, Evan Mendoza, Alaris Montero, and Norman, Nolan Gorman are third-base prospects. Uh, I don't. If the Cardinals are going to trade from their depth, they're going to get a major leaguer. Who would you keep in fantasy baseball between Reyes, Flaherty, and Hudson? I would keep Flaherty, uh, then Reyes, then Hudson. What AAA guy is most likely to be out of the minors and doing gay porn to pay the rent? Uh, I'm not answering that. Holy cow, that's how you get into a lot of trouble when you do what I do. Uh, uh I would love to. I'm going to stay out of that. Great question, though. Uh, you know anything about Freddy Pacheco, 20-year-old pitcher from Venezuela? I know very little. I've seen his name pop up more and more and more. Will Alaris be at, at AA next year? Yeah, almost certainly. We should sign Rick Ankiel just for the fans. We should sign Rick Ankiel just for the fans. We should sign Rick Ankiel because he's Rick Ankiel, and if there's any way he's going to make a major league comeback, it should happen as a Cardinal. Cars will have a 40-man crunch with Leon Wayno back soon, correct? They will not. Uh, they did just add Jag, and that puts him at 39. Uh, but they'll be able to put Ryan Sheriff on the 60 to ADL, which will put them back at 38, and then Wayno would be 39, and Leon would be 40, or you know, vice versa. What happened to Nick Plummer? Uh, sad stuff, you know. 
Nick missed the majority of his first two seasons to injury. And then he struggled mightily at Peoria last year, and he's back to struggling at Peoria again this year. Uh, not every prospect pans out. And the thing about Nick is he's still only 21. He'll be 22 in a little bit. And it's not worth giving up on him just yet. Uh, is Oviedo looking better? Yeah, Johan Oviedo in his last five starts has been great. You know, his strikeout numbers are high. He's not letting up... Uh, uh, oh, uh, 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 the lovely and talented Carry On Card says, Yo, Peoria, Springfield, and Memphis won their games. Who wins the PGA uh, from John G24? Uh, let's see. I will say... I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> uh, Montero, Carlson, Gorman, and Baker on the Springfield Club next year are going to bowl out. Could be. Uh, Rafael Zuna was promoted to Palm Beach today. That's a really interesting one. Which minor league affiliate is the most fun to visit? Uh, so Springfield has a sentimental spot in my heart because I went to school down there for a little bit and all my friends went down there. Uh, and I love the city of Springfield. But i got to tell you, man, Memphis is perfect. If you're going to make a little – and I love, I love Dozier Park. Uh, I love Roger Dean for Palm Beach. Uh, but if you're going to make a weekend trip and you're an age that you can enjoy the nightlife, you go down to Memphis. You take a weekend, you go down to Memphis, you see the Memphis Redbirds play, and then you spend the night on Beale Street because Beale Street is legit. It's a lot of fun. It's ridiculous. Oh, by the way, uh, Adam Butler, I hope you had a great time at your bachelor party this weekend. I was going to try to go. Rusty reached out to me. Something came up. I could not. It was Saturday. Saturday ended up being kind of a shit show. I wanted to be a dozier. Something came up. I couldn't. Uh, but to you, sir. Uh, to you. Have I been to Johnson City? I have not been to Tennessee, no. And I have not been to State College either. Mm. What's the ceiling on Johan Miesis? Johan Miesis is a power-only prospect with good corner defense. The average will never be there. Uh, you know, maybe he makes a major league debut if things get crazy, but think of him like Victor Roach, you know, more than likely he'll be 26 playing at AAA somewhere. Just being realistic, I love Johan Miesis, uh, but that's like, that's his most likely. He hits the ball hard. He punishes the ball. No getting around that, but it's the peripheral stuff that will prevent him from being a major leaguer. Memphis is great. AutoZone Park, Beale Street, and Sun Studios are, are absolute musts. The Civil Rights Museum, uh, Every street corner tells a story in Memphis, downtown Memphis, and it's worth seeing Memphis because it's beautiful and incredible. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, we, we've done a little prospects after dark. We've done matchmaking. Uh, we've answered a bunch of questions. Oh, yeah, I know. Steve Bean. I was thinking of uh, Baron, not Steve Bean. Kyle, you have remarkable clarity and attention span tonight. Are you okay? Hey, what's up, Elder Market? How are you? No, no, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm okay. You think Simmons gets traded? I do not think he gets traded. Uh, Andrew Morales, future MLB closer. No, he doesn't have the stuff to be a closer. Think of Andrew Morales as more of, like, the raw stuff of, like, uh, Matt Bowman when Matt Bowman was good. Will you still smash T.O.? I don't know what that is. Opinions on prospects from the fam deal from Andres. You know, Andres, I don't know much about uh, Roel Ramirez. I still have not watched much of him. I watched a little bit of him, and I was disinterested. Um, I love Genesis Cabrera. I, I really think the Cardinals might have got a steal with Genesis, Genesis Cabrera. Uh, people overlook that. And I think Justin Williams is a fine fourth outfield type that could sub in in a corner. Uh, I like the trade. I, I, I said I love the trade at the time. I like the trade a lot. Uh, FMK Gorman Hicks and the Salsa. Uh, I'm not answering that. Will Bowman ever be good again? No, probably not. I, again, so Tyler Lyons is going to make his first start uh, at Memphis. 
over the weekend. I would like to see Matt Bowman follow suit. I want to see Matt Bowman stretched out because that's his best chance of getting back to the majors. What is your favorite player weekend nickname besides Dick Mountain? I didn't see that one. I like that. Uh, I did not see the list of players weekend nicknames. Uh, John T Torres. John, not Joel Torres. J-H-O-N Torres. I like him a lot, too. As a matter of fact, people were freaking out about the Mercado deal. I think Capel is interesting, uh, but I like John Torres a lot. But again, we're talking about a kid who's 18 years old, who's only playing in the Gulf Coast League. Remember, when Magnura Sierra was in the Gulf Coast League, he was anointed uh, a top 100 prospect in baseball. And he is probably like a fifth outfielder somewhere. So just keep that in mind. Uh, I did see I did see Greg Holland's Nationals debut. He struck out the side. O'Neill didn't choose a nickname. Shake my head. Yeah, pretty heartbroken about that. Bringing back the superfluous H. Uh, what did you think of the plumber? Uh, why did the trade? Why did they trade Mercado? They trade Mercado because they kind of have like a surplus of outfielders at the high levels. And uh, John Torres is a really really high ceiling outfielder at the low levels. It helped clear up a jam and make them stronger in the long run. Uh, thoughts on the job that Randy Flores has done? I like what Randy Flores has done a lot. You know, uh, without knowing what kind of analytics they dig in deep to, deep into, uh, I'm sure you know all that stuff. Like, I like that they seem to have an organizational philosophy where they target um, players that are smart and athletes, and that's good. What did you think Plummer pick when it happened? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the Nick Plummer pick, but. It's the Major League Baseball draft. You know, don't don't dump on a prospect just because the Cardinals reached for him. Uh, you know, I look, Nick Plummer has struggled, and he's still young, and anything could happen. And, yeah, he might not ever make it to AAA. He, might not, he probably won't ever make it to the majors. Uh, but it just goes to show you how volatile the MLB draft is. Tommy Pham is going live on Instagram with Big Bear. That's fun. Did you see that the Mets are considering Gary LaRock for their next GM from Chi-Town Cardinals? Yeah, one of our uh, group message put that in there. Now, I'm going to tell you a little thing about Gary LaRock. Gary LaRock loves prospects more than any other human being on earth. Uh, so maybe the Mets bring him in because they don't want to trade any of their prospects. But Gary LaRock is a very strong support system for the minor leaguers from what I understand. Uh, he is a very, very solid baseball mind. The Cardinals organization loves him. And I hope he gets the opportunity to stretch his legs in another organization. MLB must not have approved the O-O-O-Neal. So the other thing, uh, that's a great point, though, uh, Good Sean. I know you say it joking, and I love that joke. Don't get me wrong. Um, there are a lot of things that players cannot do because of copyright and all that stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler O'Neill has a nickname and he just couldn't get it. Where will Dakota Hudson pitch next year? Well, he'll be pitching in St. Louis. I just don't know if it'll be at the start of the year, and I don't know in what capacity. Um, my guess is that, all things considered, Dakota Hudson will enter the year as a number six starter for the Cardinals. Yeah, can we get a Randy? Randy! That's how I do it. I also do Randy. We do that, too. All right, so we've been going for like an hour and ten minutes. Uh, it's kind of a low-key night here on Prospects After Dark. We had a good crowd, then we started doing the uh, the matchmaker thing. Uh, thank God the nickname Spike uh, went away with Matheny. Yeah, what a terrible nickname. God, why does Luke Weaver suck? Uh, you know, so Luke Weaver, four of his last six starts have been quality starts. Uh, I don't necessarily think that sucks. I, maybe he's not great, uh, but I think that we're being a little more harsh on Luke Weaver than maybe we need to be right now. Uh, the real, uh, <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, to you, sir, we salute, so real fast, to the real RW22, uh, to you, I salute you. Uh, if you are who I think you are, 
Um, good luck on your recovery from Tommy John, sir. Uh, we are rooting for you. I look forward to putting you in the Dirty 35. That's, you know, if that's who you are. Uh, Weaver will get great next season, sophomore slump. He might get good. He might get great. Baseball's tough. It seems like Weaver isn't getting run support. There's a little bit of that. You know, his pitch count gets high early in games, too. And I, if, His fastball command's been a little off. And if he could just get ahead of, ahead of hitters a little earlier, I think he would do well. The Pad Mendoza line is 100 and we're under. Exactly, yeah. So, so that's where we're at. Um, all right, so... <sighs> Big kid, good fastball. All right, uh, let's see. We're harsh on Weaver because we saw him inconsistent. Yeah. What are the cards going to do in Wayno when he comes back? I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. Those, those, the, the quote from Wayno earlier in the week was ominous, right? It sounded like... He didn't feel... It almost sounded to me... Uh, you know, I'm not going to interject my thoughts. That's not fair. It was just him saying that he's going to continue to pitch if he feels like he can pitch. Uh, and it seemed like he was kind of saying that he didn't necessarily think that might be with the Cardinals next year. Uh, I don't know. He seemed he seemed happy with how the bullpen went. We'll see how it goes, right? Because just two, three months ago, we thought that Alex Reyes was going to be a fixture in the rotation as he worked through his rehab assignment. Anything could happen in, in four rehab assignments. So uh, that's where we're at. Uh, again, so here's where we're at. Uh, you guys are all great. I appreciate you all. You know how this works. I raise my glass to each and every one of you. I say thank you very much. You are the backbone of Prospects After Dark. You supply the questions. I hope you enjoyed your matchmaker. Uh, we just, you know, we are so grateful for you. Uh, it was Carpenter Prospects After Yeah, Matt Carpenter was in Prospects After Dark. So I'm going to tell you guys a little something. Uh, we have a pretty solid crowd for Prospects After Dark. There's media people who come in. There are players or minor leaguers who come in. Uh, we don't talk about it. We want this to be a safe place for them. We don't want them to feel like they're on alert when they're in here. We want them to come and watch and enjoy and have conversation and probably not participate, but listen. Uh, they're flies on the wall when they come in here, unless like Mr. Hicks or Mr. Carlson, they want to come in and get involved. Um, they're more than welcome to. But let's not go all hero worship on them. Let's let them be people, just like we're all people in here. That's what I ask of you. Uh, Matt Carpenter wasn't here. We didn't address him. Uh, we not until afterwards, not until after he left. Uh, but let's let's allow Prospects After Dark to be a safe space for everyone. So for to you. To all of you for making Prospects After Dark what it is, I say thank you. Thank you so much. Another great, great night. Uh, if you watch this, as you know, you are part of the resistance. Uh, I love each and every one of you a great deal. Uh, looks like we're going to be off next week. The Cardinals play night games all week. Uh, I'm going to take a little sabbatical probably from social media and everything. I need just a little bit of time to recharge uh and and that's it so uh, go to pri go to the dirty 35 over at birds on the black go to the merchandise store buy yourself a hat or a beanie uh if you did the matchmaker thank you so much for participating again we love that you did it i hope that you're happy with your prospects follow them love them i do um for everybody at birds on the black uh i'm gonna try to name them all off first off i always forget Stu styles Stu styles does the game recaps and he does an incredible incredible job with those. Uh, then you have Ben Cerruti, who wrote a great article about Matt Carpenter. You have Tara Willman, the incredible Tara Willman, who did uh, About Last Night. Chuck Brownson does amazing stuff. Alex Chrisafuli, who's my favorite writer, incredible. I love Zach Gifford. I love Enchil. I love Cards Cards. I love Cardinals Gifts. 
uh, Carrie on Cards, who's been doing like the media stuff on Facebook. She's a part of our little family. Uh, grateful to have her as a part of it. Uh, and uh, how can I forget Stu? Well, all of a sudden we've got eleven people in the Prospects After Dark chat, and uh, are in the Prospect in the uh, Birds on the Black chat, and uh, I can't keep track of everyone anymore. Uh, so hopefully, whoever I missed, I apologize to all of you. I absolutely love each and every one of you. But check out Birds on the Black. We're incredible. Buy some stuff. Check out the Dirty Thirty Five. Uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black, uh, I am Kyle Reese. This was Prospects After Dark. You're all wonderful. You make it happen. And uh, as always, happy hunting.